0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Creating Wealth Podcast, where I, Kyle, from Kyle Curtin Real Estate, interview local top dogs in the real estate investing, wealth building, and personal finance industries. Let's build together. What's up, guys? This episode of the podcast was really fun with a super cool guest. In this episode, we get into some great topics, especially for those just starting in their business journey. Some of the things that we talked about include finding the right people that you click with studying the successful influencers in your field figuring out different ways to house hack for your situation and so much more there are a bunch of interesting concepts in this episode and i hope you enjoy let's jump right into the episode what's going on guys welcome to episode 31 of the creating wealth podcast today I have the great pleasure of talking with Eric Safarian. He's a phenomenal loan officer with Bank of England Mortgage. What's going on, Eric? How's everything going, man? What is new?
1: <laughs> hey, Kyle, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. You know, this is a great opportunity for me to talk a little bit about my business. And, you know, I appreciate it. Thank you very much.
0: The, the pleasure is all mine. I'm very excited to, to have you on. So to kind of start to jump right into things, um, you know, if you could kind of tell me a little bit about like what your day-to-day looks like, you know, as a loan officer, you know, a little bit about your company and, you know, kind of how you got into the industry. Um, yeah, kind of your, your story.
1: <laughs> sure thing. So uh, I've been a loan officer with Bank of England Mortgage since last summer. I started mm-hmm. it in August um, and I got started right at the time when interest rates were super low Um, mortgages were the hot industry and, you know, everyone and their brother was looking to refi. And so that's what I was sort of hired on to help do. I was a loan officer assistant for my first six months. Mm -hmm. And really I was just helping fill out applications, communicating with borrowers, um, you know, assisting a loan officer who was really had a crazy amount of business going on and needed essentially an assistant. Um, and that has turned into me um, doing my own thing, running my own uh, book of business as a loan officer.
0: That's wicked cool. That's, that's quite the, the time to start, <laughs> you know? It was. So what kind of, you know, got you into that?
1: Sure. So uh, my first job after school uh, was in property management. So I was sort of a mini real estate agent. Uh, I was renting out apartments in Linfield. It was a 200 unit community um, that I was the leasing manager for and sort of I saw an opportunity to advance my career in uh, property and you know mortgages were always interesting to me sort of each one's like a little puzzle so I took the opportunity.
0: That's wicked cool. Yeah that's awesome. That's you know quite a way to to get into the industry and you know kind of bounce around a couple different roles and stuff in there and that's great. Wow. Um, what is your drive and your vision for the long term?
1: Uh, sure. So, I mean, you know, what I like about what I do is helping people, you know, advance their own lives and um, become the best version of themselves. That's sort of a phrase I say a lot, even applying it to my own life, sort of trying to, you know, grow my business, help people out, um, one of the best deals I worked on was, um, helping my buddy buy a condo in Florida that he's now rehabbing. Um, and so that's a cool project for him. It was nice to be a part of that.
0: Yeah, that's wicked cool. You know, especially to be able to help out, you know, kind of one of the boys and stuff, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where actually, you know, kind of, do you guys cover like in terms of, I guess, like jurisdiction and stuff, you know, like your company?
1: Yep. So um, Bank of England Mortgage, we're headquartered in England, Arkansas. Not everybody knows that. Uh, <laughs> so it's been a family-owned company. Yep. yep. And it's a cool story. Since 1896. Wow. And at this point, there are over 150 branches nationwide. Um, and, you know, it's still family-owned. And we, we live the values of you know, a small company, even though we've grown into a big company of, you know, communication comes first and, um, taking things, you know, on the relationship level.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's extremely valuable. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's crazy.
1: <laughs> and as far as like the jurisdiction we cover, we do all 50 States.
0: Oh, wow. That's, that's really cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So like, if you had one, you like in a case like that, you know, do you just kind of, I guess, or I guess, like does every loan officer kind of cover every day or uh, all fifty yep. states or do you kind of like mm-hmm. you know call up somebody maybe like no. down in Florida
1: really no. it's wicked I cool. can do yeah like the deal I did in Florida was all me uh I have a lead in California that I'm working on so yeah. that's really cool oh Michigan my I've done deals <laughs> it is Hmm. Oh. Indiana yeah, so mm-hmm. it's and that's part of you know, what I like, it's, you know, every deal is a little different, especially, you know, Michigan condo, like who knows, right? So uh, every everything's a, a little different, a different challenge.
0: Yeah. It must be really cool to kind of see like, you know, some of the different purchase prices and like, like square footages and stuff like across the U.S. And that must be really interesting. That's, that's wicked cool.
1: It is, yup. The property taxes are totally different. Um, you know, in Boston it's crazy. Indiana, it's, you know, not as crazy. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, totally. Um, what are your thoughts on kind of building relationships and expanding your network? I know we kind of got into it a little bit, but
1: yeah, definitely. So um that's one of my favorite parts of the job. Um meeting new people, interacting here and cool life stories that people have. Um, and I think it's really going to be the key to developing my business as well.
0: Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. It's, it's really valuable, you know, like just some of the the relationships and like the people you come across and plus it is a lot of fun, you know, to kind of hear those stories and, um, you know, about people doing all kinds of different things from all kinds of different places. And it's, it's a ton of fun. Really Agreed. Is. Totally agree. <laughs> um, what do you consider to be the biggest variable in expanding your clientele?
1: Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about this question and I, I would have to say um, the amount of time I can sort of dedicate to networking because mm-hmm. as I'm sure, you know, it's, it's easy to get sort of sucked into one deal and get, you know, tunnel vision on uh, getting people to close yeah. and, you know, obsessing over certain clients. But you know, you have to keep networking. You have to keep uh, meeting people and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, definitely. It, it really is, you know, kind of easy to get to get sucked into that kind of world. But you know, just to just to kind of keep like reaching out to people and and just keeping things moving. Yeah, I, sure. I couldn't I couldn't agree more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, what would you say is the most important lesson that you have learned over your career so far?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a great question. So um, I've been doing this for, like I said, almost a year now. And I would say just, you know, finding the connections you click with the people you want to work with, um, the people who are going to make your life easier um, and going towards, you know, what your instinct feels is right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I totally agree.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um it really is you know kind of something special like you know when you start to find those people that like you really do just click with and just kind of yeah. get off with and and have some fun
1: yeah and i mean those are the people who you, you're gonna want to grow your network with right yeah. like because i mean it's a little bit of a cliche but good people attract good people and so that's how that's how networks form really
0: it's so true yeah it, it really is um how do you define wealth (laughs)
1: um so yeah i mean i think it's what we've been talking about i think we've already hit the nail on the head where it's sort of like you know you want to be in the in a situation with good people around you relationships certainly family friends business connections um that's that's wealth that's what life is it's just a series of um, the connections in your life really so I mean that's what I I've, I've strive to do
0: yeah I, I love that you know it, it really is like just kind of to have you know the right people around you and like you know just enjoying everything and, and being really happy and even that kind of even links in with like the networking and stuff that you were saying before you know like you might meet a connection or something you know and you guys could be friends for life or something you know what I mean yeah
1: and you just hit it off that well and
0: yeah, I mean, it's
1: not always, you know, onto the next transaction. I, yeah, I, that's not what I'm here for. You know, I'm here to to build, <laughs> to, no, to to build a a lifetime of connections, really. And it's hard to see it on the big picture like that every day, but that's
0: it. Definitely uh, is, but once in a while, yeah. you know, you kind of am able to to see it like you're able to kind of like I guess see your know, like your rewards for. You know just the daily grind of of meeting with people and um yeah (laughs) absolutely yep um what are the most effective resources that have helped you the most so far on your journey
1: yeah so one you know thing that i've started doing is um just sort of observing the people in the industry who have been really successful yeah um certainly right now the thing to do is videos right you have to you know record as much video content as possible uh, so people can see your face and I think that's a huge part of the real estate industry Um, as well as you know doing stuff like this like podcasts Uh, but really anything to to gain visibility
0: yeah I feel like that really is you know the big thing is you know like you said to pretty much like just kind of build a brand i feel like you know doing like a something like a video or you know like a podcast or something and just kind of showing like more of like you and your personality like i feel like that sticks out like a lot more than you know just like some other stuff i guess like yeah, you know yeah. just kind of like showing i guess more or less who you are so people can kind of like you know feel you out like
1: before yeah. actually
0: you know it's where you are am. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah to sort of, yeah, I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense, because I would want to work with somebody who sort of fit with my personality, if over me buying a home, you know what I mean, so.
0: Yeah, like, I, I feel like you can just kind of pick up, you know, like, the enthusiasm, and like, I feel like you can, yeah, I guess, just kind of, you know, feel people out more based on, you know, like, the content and stuff that they put out, and, you know, just kind of being, like, like, the local, I like to think of it as, you know, it's kind of a weird analogy, but, um to try to be like more well known locally than like a politician because like (laughs) like, I I don't know I just kind of think of it that way it's kind of weird but you know what I mean like they get like signs out front and like you know going Mm -hmm. to schools and stuff and like just getting the name out there like to you know help them win their campaign or whatever it is you know like just to kind of be like do I guess like get out there in a similar fashion to you know someone in that kind of position you know, and just doing it in like the right way and like all Yeah. It and, yeah,
1: you know. no, I mean, I think you nailed it. <laughs> it's the other piece is reputation, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's key. And I mean, if you're having, you know, successful transactions, good connections, that sort of thing, that's good for your reputation. That's how you get referrals. so.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And it, I feel like it is a lot more sustainable, you know, that way, just, you know. <laughs> just kind of like, I guess doing things the right way. And, you know, like a hundred percent, like out of good intentions and everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, those are the deals you're going to feel really good about at the end of the day. Right. Like I can think of deals that, you know, the clients have been like over the moon, so happy, you know, loving you and, and those are really the best deals to work on.
0: Yeah. I feel like honestly, like, shooting for something like that too like just like a really really good relationship is like really big in terms of like gaining long-term sustainability you know instead of just kind of doing like oh you know here's one transaction like great but you know like if you just kind of build that that relationship and just really yeah I mean just kind of focus on the relationship honestly and and like the service that you're giving them and I feel like that kind of might lead to Like money down the line, or something, you know, like just kind of like a different a different focus might actually lead to to something else,
1: you know, as well as
0: having like a lot of satisfaction of you know helping those people out and like you know seeing the the really ecstatic um Uh people on the other end, like just from helping them out and stuff. Totally, it's it's unbeatable.
1: (laughs) And I agree. It's (laughs) it's one of the best parts about the job. Yeah.
0: I totally agree. Definitely. <laughs> what is something that you thought about business, networking or wealth creation that kind of changed as you went along?
1: Yeah, um this one so I mean, be a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, yeah. Um so I guess I would say you know, it's not it's not all about the dollars. Yeah. I guess that, you know, and it's I'm sort of um, repeating what we've already said, but, you know, the, the real wealth is in the, the networking. It really is. Um,
0: it's kind of a crazy, I guess, shift from going, from thinking about it, like, you know, like how much money can I make to what can I do, you know, to keep it, like we were kind of talking about, like to keep it sustainable and to keep those good relationships. And, you know, with that, you know, down the road, eventually like that kind of money will come you know and like the referrals like you were mentioning and you know just kind of doing things like the right way and i guess not really worrying about the money as much you know and just like Mm -hmm. focusing on providing you know like a really like incredible product or you know like you yourself as you know just a a personal brand and you know just making sure everything's positive and people are kind of getting as much as they can
1: yep definitely um (laughs) I mean, I'm in, I'm in a lucky position where, you know, it's not, it, it doesn't have to be all about the money right now. Um, so I'm thankful for that. That's, you know, been a blessing.
0: Yeah, it really is. It, that really adds to it too. You know, like if, I guess if you just kind of think of it as, you know, like any transaction that you do might be kind of like a bonus, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, you're not actually like relying on that, you know, so you can actually, I feel like kind of dig a lot deeper, you know, in terms of just, yeah. You know, like providing like your service and stuff and like making sure everything's great and everything. Cause like, you don't really need that money to live, you know? Right.
1: But I feel like yep. it's a really good position to be in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, eventually, you know, I'll start, I want to buy my own home. I still have goals, you know, yeah. that I'm shooting for. Um, and so that's something that is totally on my mind, like my own two unit property in the next couple of years. Um, So that's sort of, I guess, going back to an earlier question, another thing that's driving me, you know, um, I, I guess that's, and it's also another thing that has changed about my perspective in the industry over the last couple of years, you know, home ownership is a great way to build wealth. And I I guess my eyes, yeah, (laughs) preaching to the choir right now, but um, I guess my eyes weren't fully open to, you know, how powerful owning a home can be when I started in the industry
0: yeah honestly i I bet um you know it it was probably pretty interesting you know to kind of see i mean you know just going through with with what you do and you know just to kind of see i guess like how powerful it it can
1: really be you know and yeah yeah so i mean the it's crazy the way homes are appreciating especially this year yeah um the appreciation numbers are crazy and as well as you know if you own a two unit home owner occupied, you can do FHA and put down three and a half percent and be collecting a rent on another unit. Um, and, you know, that, that can spiral into you owning multiple properties.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's something that is, it's really like life changing, honestly, you know, if you can kind of, you know, grasp it and, and execute on it, you know, even like you said, like, you know, three and a half percent down, like that's, that's not
1: usually too crazy. I mean, yeah, it's doable. It's exactly. doable. It certainly is. Um, like I feel like a lot of my friends right now, my own circle, it's kind of like buying a home is not really on their radar. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're kind of like, Oh, like I'll buy a home when I'm like married with kids and like settle down. I don't know. I'm kind of geared towards getting a property like sooner rather than later. Um, yeah. Even if it's for five years, but to own something and to be you know paying down principal on it on a property that's appreciating and you know be being able to sell it for more or just fully rent it out that appeals to me
0: yeah i I totally get that I totally get too with uh what you were talking about with your friends in your circle i, right. I totally yeah. get that
1: trust me <laughs> they're yeah they're like oh that's crazy to buy a home right now. why would you want to spend all that money but it's when you start thinking about it as an investment yeah it makes sense
0: it really does and even if not now then like long term you know like if what if you know like you bought it now and then you know with the fha if it's like the year that you have to occupy it like to satisfy you know like the loan criteria or whatever you Mm -hmm. know once that year is up like you can rent out that other unit and hopefully you know if thing if kind of things go in the right direction then you should be collecting you know some kind of cash flow or something on that property and yeah if it's not, you know they're paying down your mortgage you know you're getting like the tax benefits like you could still be getting yeah. or the appreciation like you might still yeah. be getting like three out of four of the
1: the rewards you know like right and you know it be the alternative of paying down somebody else's principal you know, on a rental property when you're renting um so that's something to keep in mind too. It's not only that the money you're paying is going towards paying down your principal, it's not going towards rent, which is yeah. like letting it on fire. Yeah. Might as well be throwing it away, right?
0: Exactly, yeah. It, honestly, that's huge, you know, that you just kind of brought that up. Like you're actually like saving money as well as like putting it into something and growing it. So like yeah. in a way, you, like you're kind of locking out twice you know depending on like one decision that you made yeah you know, that's that's a really crazy way to look at it you know and mm-hmm. it's uh it's like nuts to wrap your head around like it just like ever since you know kind of heard about like the whole house hacking thing like it's it's kind of a
1: no-brainer you know <laughs> yeah it became an obsession it became an obsession yeah for me at least
0: yeah same definitely you know even if it's not you know, like a two or a three family or something, depending on, you know, like your area and like financial situation and whatever, like, what if it's a single family, you know, yeah. what if maybe something like that works out a lot more. And, you know, maybe it could be like, you could rent it out, you know, to some of your friends, you know, if there's like three or four or five bedrooms in there. And now all of a sudden you get the same thing. And like, this, I love how there's right. like multiple ways to, to get the same result, you know, like how creative you can be, like, it's really cool. yeah there's
1: there's so many possibilities um and you know that would be cool especially if you could still be living with your friends only yeah (laughs) your property
0: exactly you know it's that's why i'm just you know so incredibly like fascinated with it because like there's so many ways to do it and like it's not like you know this kind of one way you know if you're living in you know a market like boston or something where houses can be like you know a million plus like you know that might not be too too well put it this way it might be a lot more difficult to get into you know starting off but you know you kind of go to the outside of boston a little bit like you know towards the suburbs and stuff then it starts to get a bit more manageable you know and, yeah
1: that's yeah. <laughs> that, that, so here's my my first three properties that i have planned out <laughs> so the first one is going to be like you said sort of it's going to be a two unit maybe in a not as expensive area, sort of away from the city, Mm -hmm. suburbs. Um, It's going to be FHA, and I'm going to live there for a couple of years um, and start eventually renting out both units. Then my property after that is going to be a condo, sort of in the city, and just sort of enjoy being back in Boston for probably another few years. And then my third property is going to be back in the suburbs, single-family
0: I love that man i love that plan So <laughs> you know, for the single family is that you know kind of more of like a house that like you would just want um i guess for yourself like to, to live in you know that like the first two could be paying for and stuff or like would
1: you want to rent that one out too um possibly but that's sort of like the long term yeah the final <laughs> the final home that i'm going to buy probably would be that last one
0: yeah that's that's really cool though that's totally like the way to do it you know yeah, like just get into the first two, you know, have them bring you in some money, and uh, you know, along with like you know your W two or like whatever you know kind of job you have,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you know, to be able to put that into the house that like you actually you know would want to live in for yourself, like you know, and it's be able to kind of maybe choose the area like a lot more, you know, and have it be less dependent on the money because you have the income and the equity from the first two to actually be able to give you you know kind of like a bigger variety of choice and. Yeah, that's genius. I, I really want to uh, kind
1: of, you know. Um, what's your plan? What, <laughs> what's your long-term outlook?
0: Um, honestly, it, it's pretty similar. So, you know, the first one will probably be like a two or a three family. Mm-hmm. And, then you know, live in that for, you know, whether it's FHA or mass housing, um, you know, for the time that you have to, you know, while saving up money for the second one. And then, you know, once that time period's up, like start looking for the second one. And then, you know, the same thing, just rinse and repeat over and over. Um, Definitely. And probably explore like partnering for with people for deals and stuff like, it, yeah, it just sounds super interesting, you know, to, to scale and be able to kind of tap into other people's, you know, expertise as well as like, you know, them tap into your experiences and just kind of grow together with with a lot of people, you know.
1: Yeah, so forming sort of a partnership to have a portfolio of investment properties.
0: Yeah, it it just sounds like why not? Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Right, totally. You know, definitely.
0: (laughs) Um, Ooh, what values are most important to you when it comes to doing business? I know we kind of got into, you know, at least a couple earlier, but.
1: Yep. so, Definitely, uh, transparency and honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sort of the, the key to these transactions to, you know, buying a home is, you know, if there's an issue, you got to communicate it ASAP because if you're the sole holder of information, especially bad information, uh, that's not good. You, so, I mean, when something isn't right, you have to communicate it first and foremost, and you know, it's okay. Things happen. Um, And if you have good news, be the first one to share the good news, too. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. You know, and even like with some of the bad stuff that might come up, you know, like I feel like a a good amount of the time, like there's going to be some kind of solution like that you might be able to try. So even like to just kind of like express maybe some of the bad information. But, you know, even if, if like you've been through something like that before, be like, so this came up. You know whether it's like came up in an inspection or you know like something on you know with on your end on you know like the loan officer kind of end and be like all right you know this came up but you can try this this or this right what are you doing next yeah exactly you know just kind of accept the fact that it happened but here's a couple solutions we can try you know to kind of get over this hurdle and and keep moving
1: definitely yep yeah, I mean that's that's where the focus has to be. Positive outlook too. That's a huge, you know, um, value of mine. Like, how can we how can we make progress here? Yeah,
0: that's definitely a really big one. You know, because unfortunately, not everything sunshines and rainbows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, to to be able to kind of get through, um, have the mindset to get through the the garbage, I guess, and yeah. to keep moving forward. <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely couldn't agree more. Um, now, Eric, do you read, And um, what is your favorite business investing or real estate book that you would recommend to anyone?
1: Yep, so the the book that I actually read um, for onboarding to mm-hmm. Bank of England, it was The One Thing by- I love that uh, one. Yep, you know that one? Yep. So is it Gary Keller? Something yes. Keller. Yes, and uh, Keller. Jay Papazian, I
0: think. I think it was the two or one.
1: Okay. That's a really good read. Um, I mean, I think a lot of the principles in that book, like, you know, you can't really multitask. Like, what's the one thing that I can do today that will make the rest of my day easier, the rest of my life easier? And, you know, part of that is blocking out your time. You know, 10 to 12, I have, like, you have to do networking. (laughs) Because if I don't if I don't block off time for it, sometimes it gets you know put on the back burner, and that's a really important yeah honestly
0: that book is totally a game changer. Like I'm still like kind of struggling, like you know keeping things like implemented.
1: Putting it in practice is a different story. (laughs) It is.
0: It it can be difficult. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, that book is really really crazy, man. Mm -hmm. You know, just to even see like you know some of the results like in the book of you know, like people that like did multitask and, or even, you know, I remember at some point in the book, they were talking about, you know, like if you're in an interview, you know, and saying like, oh, I'm really good at multitasking. But after reading that, it's like, is that really a good thing?
1: Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you yeah. So you're like, doing multiple things. You focus on anything really. So, yeah.
0: And it was just a huge eye opener, you know, I'm like, oh my God, like, And like you said uh, a minute ago, the phrase, um, you know, what's the one thing I can do today, you know, it's for like everything else to get easier, easier. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's (laughs) totally a game changer. Definitely going to be reading that one
1: quite a few more times in in my life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we said like the key is implementing it. So, I mean, how to, how to implement it. You just got to, you just got to stick to it. You got to make a schedule um and keep it top of mind and track your goals
0: yeah the um the time blocking is extremely useful but i definitely do struggle with that i have to get a lot better Mm -hmm. at that you know just saying like literally you know from 3 30 to 4 like this is happening like nothing else you know just to like book that appointment with yourself basically like like nothing else is getting in the way of this like i'm i'm blocked off like this is what's happening it's, it's yeah, tough to I implement mean, <laughs> sometimes
1: like your emails are going off your phones ringing like you texts and people in the office are <laughs> asking <laughs> for your help you're like nope yeah i'm doing my networking <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: that book is really really crazy though guys i i totally agree with you on you know highly recommending that and you know even, even just to kind of hear the the perspective you know and and what like multitasking is, you know, from, from their eyes, um, Jan, is that a good thing or not so much? We'll see. <laughs> <You>
1: mm-hmm. <know? laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. Um, thank you so much for coming on here, Eric. It, it really was a pleasure. I, uh, you know, it, it was a really great time. And, um, where can you be found on like social media and stuff?
1: Yeah. Um, so Facebook, Eric Safarian, mm-hmm. um, you know, my link to apply for home financing is right there. Uh, purchases, refinances, any state, uh, four units or less. So, you know, I'm happy to help out with anything home financing.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'll link all that stuff below. Guys, go talk to Eric, you know, if you need some some financing. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much again for coming on here, man. It, it was It was a really fun time.
1: Yeah, I appreciate
0: the opportunity. So thank you. All right, guys, that concludes our Creating Wealth podcast episode for today. I want to thank every single person that has listened this far. It really means a lot to know that people can learn from me and with me as we build wealth together. Hopefully you can take home at least one thing from this podcast that will improve your life just a little bit. If you could, please check me out on social. That's at Kyle Curtin Real Estate on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm on BiggerPockets. Until next time, let's build together.